1: The other, though, had no such sympathies. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. it. Together, they joined forces to highlight the good, the bad, and the truly bizarre. This is See You Next Week in Space.
0: it's the holiday season, and (laughs) really, that just brings me to one really important question. Amy. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, I've started watching Christmas movies. Go on. No,
0: that's that's (laughs) not the question. I was setting myself up for a really dramatic
1: pause. Oh, shit. Sorry. So, Amy, do you want to build a snowman? (laughs) I hope you don't want me to sing that back to you. Cause I don't remember how Well, you
0: know the song I'm referencing from Frozen. Yes. Yeah. And you know why that particular line from that particular song is apropos to what we're
1: talking. Oh, okay. And here's my answer. Like, if like if I was in that, um, if I was in the movie, that's Elsa to Anna. She says, "Do you want to build a snowman?" And there's no answer usually because she's behind the door. My answer would be if this movie is the outcome. Hell to the no. Do I want to build a Ooh, snowman?
0: Oh, that would be a different type of kids movie.
1: Yes, it would. Like well, a terrifying. Holy crap. Can well, kids movie. I mean, it would kids be this movies movie. are
0: terrifying in their way,
1: um True. sometimes. True. And that movie but, is not like, well, that's a whole other road we could go down about Disney movies, but um yeah. That's and, also
0: the only line of the song that I really remember.
1: Oh, um, it's a cute song. Because,
0: like, I was, I just Googled the lyrics to, like, see if I would know how to do more <laughs> of it. And then I was like, isn't it one of those ones that's, like, kind of a talk singing one? It is.
1: One? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's a I lot thought. of, like, um, that. I, I started talking to the pictures on the walls. And then, like, she talks to the picture. Yeah, it's not really, like, one that's it's super, uh, it's not one you would do in, like, a concert, let's say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you yeah. could, I
1: suppose, but um, it's, it's a little visual. It's no
0: less arbitrary than what we have watched oh. for today.
1: Oh my gosh, no!
0: And uh, I mean, really and truly, I like, will take Amy, all the
1: heat for this one. Like, yes, I will. <laughs> so you
0: selected this. You, this was your pitch. Here's what
1: here's one of the actual like full story of the truth. And I probably yeah. know this. Well, it's not. It's not like a great reveal, but. I watched this movie – I'm obsessed with Christmas movies. I watch lots of Christmas movies. I don't care if they're bad, they're good. Like, I'm in for most always. Um, last Christmas, I watched this movie, or maybe it was right after Christmas. I don't know. And I – immediately when I saw it, I was like, oh, next Christmas, we have to watch that for the <laughs> podcast because this is bonkers. Um, so I've been waiting.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that ex- that's actually – I like that story because um so let's okay, hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome to see you next week in space colon Christmas edition. Christmas, 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 Christmas here. 2021. <laughs> um, like uh I am Sarah Walsh. I'm here with my co-host and sister Amy Walsh and Christmas aficionado, Amy yes, Walsh.
1: Correct. Um, that is my title. <laughs>
0: Yes, you love Christmas. I do. You've had a Christmas candle in your home since October. Oh um, I
1: burn Christmas candles all year round if I can find them. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: You love and so you love Christmas the holiday. Yes. And Christmas the decorations and yes. and also, perhaps unsurprisingly, Christmas movies. Yes. Um, so you're you love it all.
1: I love it all. I um, love you know, it's the weirdest part about it is I love all of that more than I actually love Christmas the day itself. <laughs> Does that make well, any sense? Well the day itself It's kind of can a I get
0: bogged down in various things of yeah. like gotta buy some gifts, gotta yeah. like drive to this place, gotta do this thing. Um and yeah. that was, I will say. This is a real sad reflection on my pandemic life. One of the nice things about last year's Christmas was I had to go nowhere, yeah, and do nothing.
1: That's <laughs> really and that true. Was nice. There was some, there was something about it last year that, like, yeah, there was obviously the um, the sadness, deep crippling of, sadness. Yeah, there. And <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, there was the deep, uh, crippling sadness, depression, all that good stuff, but. It was relaxing and cozy right. and in your own home, you don't have to like, yes, I did enjoy that about last year, I will say.
0: Logistically, it was nice.
1: Correct. Um, But yeah, usually it's just like, it's just sort of a letdown because I like the season as a whole. Anyway, nobody cares. Yeah.
0: So, so all of that <laughs> sets us up for Amy. What movie did you tell me? To be our kickoff Christmas edition movie, what well, what have you selected?
1: For well, us? it's a classic. I think um, <laughs> I think everyone's heard of it. Um, it's called Jack Frost. Now, it is from that. And well, some yeah. People well, wait a may, second. Wait a second. Some
0: people may think they've heard of that movie.
1: Yeah, they haven't um, because <laughs> there's. It's from 1997 slash, I also saw it somewhere listed as 96, so I'm actually not sure what's right, but technically 97, we'll go with that. Um, And it's not the one that you may have seen or may have heard of with Michael Keaton from 1998. Um, Correct. Same exact title, even very similar... um, Premises. Yeah, similar premises and similar um, covers. But this one is
0: extremely similar. Covers right? If
1: they're both snowman faces. This one is just more scary. That's it. That's I will like,
0: say though, when looking at the cover of the Michael Keaton one, maybe snowmen just look a bit menacing. Well,
1: somehow? they do. Well, especially when they're supposed to be inhabited by like a human spirit.
0: <laughs> correct. Yes, and th- and both and that is the case in both. Say movies. that in this. Yeah. Too. Um, I think what it is, is, like, in both the covers, the snowmen have eyebrows. Yeah. And that's a weird choice. We can get into it more later. Oh, we can talk about the
1: eyebrows as long as you want. Because I even um, said while watching it, why did they choose those eyebrows?
0: Because this is the thing. Like, everyone who's made a snowman is, like, the charcoal eyes, the carrot nose. They've never done eyebrows. No one ever does eyebrows.
1: No, because eyebrows uh-huh. make them look mean immediately.
0: Yes, because cause cause yes, you're going to use a stick. So the only options you have for that are flat, straight, straight across. Yeah, yeah. and so then then that makes the snowman just look like he's going to do your taxes. And then,
1: <laughs> and I And like then that. the other
0: option is like upward in a the triangle. Center, yeah, and that's like and that's mean, creepy clown. Yeah, like. And then, then there's downward oh, in the yeah, center, right. which is angry, right? You know, like there's no
1: no. Good you need you can't like curve a stick, and you no. could I suppose you could use. No, it's just not good. Hey guys, when you're making a snowman, <laughs> don't use eyebrows. You, they don't need them.
0: Yeah, and both movies have a picture of a snowman with eyebrows on it
1: as yeah. the cover,
0: and so I think that's why even. The Michael Keaton one looks menacing to me. (laughs) Um, It's true. So, no, we are not talking about that one, which as... Like, really, if you were to... Wait, I actually want to... Let's do a little checkerino on good old IMDb, because I am just curious about the descriptions of both movies and how different they might be, so...
1: Yeah, oh, I see traumatic horror film masquerading (laughs) oh boy yeah well Um, because I see someone doing like a side by side of the Michael Keaton one and yeah no I mean this one is much more menacing I guess when I look at it because it's got teeth um, and like a yeah that's true
0: but I think really what it is is like you're right about like putting a human presence in a snowman is by its nature terrifying yeah um and I could I can't tell you why that's so. So here's our description of our movie. <laughs> After an accident that left murderer Jack Frost dead in genetic material. And I love venge- that you just
1: called Jack Frost. They don't even try yeah. for okay.
0: No. Um so he's dead in gen genetic material. The vengeful killer returns as a murderous snowman to exact his revenge on the man who sent him to be executed. So that's right. the one we're talking about. Right. The IMDb description of Michael Keaton, Jack Frost, is a father who can't keep his promises dies in a car accident. One year later, he returns as a snowman who has the final chance to put things right with his son before he is gone forever.
1: Both also of those sound like terror, disturbing. like horror movies, yeah. like both. <laughs> yeah, really disturbing. Um Yeah. I've never seen the Michael Keaton one. I do kind of want to see it because I've heard it talked about on other podcasts. Yeah. Um, And I'm interested. (laughs) But it does not sound like very fun. No.
0: I think, and also looking at both, part of why the eyebrow thing is problematic on a snowman is because I think we're in that uncanny valley Mm -hmm. place of like snowmen aren't supposed to look like this like they're not meant to have anything that provides emotion yeah yeah um because you like project onto the snowman the emotion that you think it has and so the eyebrows give it some kind of emotion whatever that might be yeah and then it is
1: not it's not good it's not good
0: as a human no um so just as a bit of background to this whole thing um our jack frost movie uh was a direct to video that makes sense release. <laughs> um which again like for if we have younger listeners which we may um direct to video is akin to when a movie only has a release on a streaming service and different um, than
1: like it's like not the way it is now like post pandemic but like pre-pandemic if something came out only streaming that means it's because it's not very good
0: (laughs) right like it's like an 82 minute like romance thing or whatever yeah it's things that that used to be like
1: tv movies or something
0: yeah yeah Yeah. um the other thing that is worth knowing and i did immediately pick up on this when i was watching this movie so this movie is shot in northern california like in the lake tahoe
1: area Oh, you could tell that
0: yeah, because there's it's no supposed,
1: fucking snow. Oh, it's supposed to be Colorado, so. Well, it absolutely it's supposed to isn't. be Snowminton, Colorado. I know, <laughs> indeed.
0: Um, no, there's not a snowflake like a real snowflake in oh sight. Oh my God, I
1: just realized Snowminton. I'm sorry i I just said that <laughs> as a joke, but then I just kind of said it out loud and realized exactly how silly that was.
0: Yep, that is the level of intellectual <laughs> work being done in this movie.
1: Um, oh, my God.
0: So the movie was shot in Northern California, and this is where I was finding this on its Wikipedia page as well. Sometimes it says 96 for release because it went through, like, quite a series of, like, delays in shooting. Oh. Um, but one of the issues is by the time it was being shot, um, California was having a drought
1: oh, that no. year. Oh, no. Uh, and so,
0: like, there is no, like, I, I even wrote it down when we get to the first shot of the town and they're at the snowman festival. There is no snow on the ground at all. Not even the suggestion or a hint of it. Really? And it's because they were in this drought thing. So the people in the cast were like,
1: most days it was 70 degrees. Oh, wow. I did that. You know, that didn't, like, hit my radar at all. <laughs> I, like, I bought the Colorado of it all.
0: Even yeah. even so, if I knew
1: it was the snow was probably fake. But oh, it yeah. super
0: looks fake. Mm. Um, fake to the fakiest of fakes. <laughs> um, and then unsurprisingly, this particular movie has developed a cult following. Um, and there is even a
1: sequel. Yeah, me, it's me. Although <laughs> it's I've you. not, I've not seen the sequel, and I am, um, I do love the sequel. Is called you wrote here. Is it called 2000 Jack Frost? No, it's, oh, no oh, it was oh, released in oh, 2000. Oh, okay. Sorry. Jack Frost to Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. I like that title because it's very descriptive.
0: It does tell you basically what the movie is all about.
1: Yeah, and that's something that the first one um, I think misses out on. It doesn't Indeed. tell you exactly what's going to happen in the title. Um,
0: and also, like we know that that's coming because of the way this movie ends.
1: Yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah.
0: Um, so that's all we really need to know going in. Um, the titular Jack Frost is played by an actor named Scott McDonald, who was thirty-eight when this movie came out.
1: Uh uh-huh. um, He was a good villain. He was scary looking.
0: He was, and he had. He's one of. He's like continuing to work now. He works quite a lot, in fact. Um, but mostly. In like one-off TV roles. Mm. Um, and one of the things I enjoyed learning about him is he's one of the few actors who has been on all of the modern day iterations of Star Trek. So he was on Next Generation and Voyager and Deep Space Nine and M- Enterprise. Wow. Um, he ha- uh, he hasn't been on the more recent stuff that's come out that's Star Trek based, but he may in time. That would be interesting. He
1: should be like, excuse me, hi. I don't need to audition because I've been on every single yes, other iteration of this show, so I've me, got to be on this. Yes. Do you recognize him from any of those? Like, I don't. I mean, his face looked... I want. I he kept, was like one-offs well, on those?
0: Yeah. yeah. I, like, yeah. I kept wanting to... Like, there were a couple people in this movie where I kept being like, I feel as though I've seen them before. Well, Shannon and Elizabeth, when, right? Well, definitely her. Yeah, okay. but like um some of the others too and then when I went through yeah. their stuff I was like I mean they were on a lot of tv shows as we were talking about earlier off air I do watch a lot of television maybe <laughs> that's but like I couldn't pick I couldn't it. for sure be like that's where I've seen them yeah um the other thing that I thought was funny about Scott McDonald is he got a broadcasting and theater degree from Washington State University where I used to teach oh that is funny um, and he's like a died in the wall WSU football fan. So even his profile on IMDb ends with Go Koogs. And I was like, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Like,
1: yeah, wow-y. that's pretty intense.
0: It's like my past is coming to haunt me in the Christmas season. So maybe I am like Ebenezer Scrooge or Be something. Be careful,
1: the snowman is coming for you.
0: <laughs> I don't like that. Don't <laughs> threaten me with that. Um, so the next character is Sam the sheriff. Um, I think technically he has a last name in this movie, but it's never mentioned. I
1: can't Um it.
0: and this is and this is another one of the people who I could have sworn I had seen before. He was very but familiar. Figure out where. Um his name is Christopher Allport. He was 50 when this movie came out. Um he's from Boston, so he's a masshole hmm. like us. Um and same to Jack to no to Scott McDonald that he is in just like a slew of different TV things. Mm. Um, for from nineteen seventy three, his first credit, right until he passed away in two thousand and eight. And here is the fucking crazy thing about this. He died in an avalanche.
1: That is so Jack Frost of him.
0: I know, right? Like and also I feel like that's if I get to choose how I die, I don't choose that.
1: Oh my gosh, not even a little bit. <laughs>
0: like, I think that would be terrifying.
1: Yeah, no, that would be horrifying to die in an avalanche. There's not much else worse. I think maybe we discussed this last week or whenever, um, you know, dying in a fiery plane crash would be awful. But, oh, right. But an right. avalanche is up there for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I still say plane crash worse than avalanche probably. Yeah. Um, but the only still thing about an avalanche, <laughs> I think you oh, would because, die a lot more slowly.
1: Yes, I, that's what I was gonna say. In an avalanche, you don't die like on impact. It would be right. like a slow you suffocate in the snow, right? It's basically or like drowning to death. Ooh, that's even worse. I feel like. Yeah. Ooh, it's Pretty, bad. All bad.
0: Yeah, it's all bad. bad. And weird that he, this guy yeah uh, died in an avalanche um also though both uh scott mcdonald and christopher allport starred in the sequel
1: oh my gosh really uh, to i gotta jack watch cross. that sequel okay so that's what we're watching next week uh
0: <laughs> i can only do this like maybe next year we can do jack okay, cross next
1: too year. i might watch um, it tomorrow i need but...
0: i need a solid 12 month recovery
1: period okay that's this. fair that's
0: fair <laughs> Um, next we have a character named Agent Manners, played Hmm. by an actor named Stephen Mendel, who was 44. Um, he was someone who seemed like he kind of... He's been on
1: Criminal Minds.
0: (laughs) He has. I included that just for you.
1: I didn't Um, recognize him.
0: He seemed like he had a slightly more high-profile career than Mm. the other two. Like, he had some, like, longer gig TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then as well, uh, he's gotten into voice acting mm. over the past ten years a bit more, but that makes sense because you know this movie is thirty years old, uh, no, twenty four years old, yeah. Um, so he's like moving into maybe his more like down, da- re- not fully retired, but like keeping it chill, <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, no phase voice acting of his career.
1: Oh my god, that's. I've said this a million times before, but, like, that is totally the way to go, especially if you're at a point in your career where you, like, don't care at all about, like, the fame or anything like that, right. and you just want right. to, like, get a paycheck and still be doing, st- oh, my God, it's the best.
0: Yeah, so that's his deal. Next, we have a character who is listed as Stone in on IMDb, but I'm not sure this person's name was ever mentioned Oh, who's In,
1: this?
0: Um, This is the scientist guy. Oh, okay. Who's like the partner of Agent Manners. Right.
1: Um, the scientist guy. He should be. Okay.
0: So he was another one that I was like, I, more than almost any of these others, I was like, I have fucking seen this guy. I don't really? know where from. I don't know what his deal is. I know I've fucking seen him. Um, his name's Rob LaBelle. Uh he is so mysterious as to I can't even figure out his age. Oh, um, interesting. Which is unusual for an older actor. Yeah. Um but he much like these other guys, billions of TV appearances, that must be why I know his face. Uh-huh. Um and specifically, he was in a couple episodes of Eureka, where he probably paid, played a crazy scientist in that, because that's the whole premise of that show. uh uh-huh. um, So I assume maybe that's where I had a vision oh, of his face. Um, he's also in a movie that I thought you should know about if you have not heard of it yet, called Hitched for the Holidays.
1: <gasps> Ooh, I've not heard about that. I've heard Handcuffed for the holidays, but not his. Fun premise, fun (laughs) premise. It is a good one. Um, But he,
0: as well, also is one of these guys, like these other ones, where he's just in, like, a thousand TV shows, but just, like, one or two times. Okay. Um, And then, yes, the final person who is of note, not so much because of the character that she plays in this movie, but what she goes on to do in her professional career The character's name is Jill. The actor's name is Shannon Elizabeth. Um, She was 24 when this movie came out. I was, like, so surprised when she showed up on screen. I was like, really? Wow, cool. (laughs) Um, So, some interesting stuff about her. She grew up in Waco, Texas.
1: Oh, really? Um,
0: Yep. I don't know if she was aware of um, the Branch Davidians, but probably... (laughs) Uh, certainly by the time they get their whole ranch blown up, she was aware of that because everyone was. Yeah. Um, then, unsurprisingly, she went the modeling route that we often see. Uh, so she was a model after high school, and then from there went into acting. Um, so this is also for you. She appeared early on in an episode of Step by Step.
1: Oh, um, interesting.
0: And that was before this movie um so this movie is only her sixth credit on imdb so this is very early on um and then two years later she's in american pie um Mm, and i mm -hmm. feel like i remembered this being a thing at the time where like people were like some of that cast is more or less the age that they play but some of them are like you know, she was older full adults. Yeah. Was yeah she she was 26. Yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel
1: like I watched that movie recently and I did look that up about her that that was the case.
0: Yeah. Um, she has had since. So I remembered it's interesting, too, because like after American Pie, she was kind of all over the place, um, less in terms of acting. I was surprised when I looked at her IMDb page, she wasn't really getting a lot of jobs per se after that time um or she wasn't getting like as pr- like prominent roles as you might imagine mm-hmm. um like she was still kind of a bit player in stuff that was like kind of a big deal or whatever mm-hmm. um but I do absolutely remember her being on the pages of like every men's magazine of that era and yeah. stuff um, yeah and I, I think she I do too I think she also, if I remember correctly, like, she was in some music videos and kind of that mm. sort of thing. So, her career has been, and this is not meant to be, like, disparaging of her, has been a bit patchy. Yeah. Um, but it's still been good enough that she is still doing various things, um, and she has established now something that's been ongoing for, it looked, if I remember correctly, like 15 years. It's a non-profit Animal protection kind of organization um, that began by do- doing something with like shelter animals and now has expanded to doing stuff in Africa. that I don't fully get what it's doing, but you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, but she is by far of the people in this film most successful. Oh, interesting! Say. Like undeniably so. <laughs> um, or, may, if not most successful, most recognizable for mm-hmm. sure. Um and that's pretty much the only people we really need to know for this story. Um so we begin the film and <laughs> not that I really knew what I was getting into, but I will say the opening was not what I expected.
1: Really? What really. did you expect? <laughs>
0: I don't, kn- I, mean, yeah. fairness, I, mean, I don't. I mean, in fairness, I don't know guess... what I expected, but this was a very weird because
1: it's cr- it's the credits. But oh, it's oh, also yeah. Oh, like- I pro- yes. Okay, you're talking about that opening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the I was actual thinking
0: opening of the movie.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was thinking of just like the scene with um the tr- the truck. No. But you're talking like that, the literal, like yeah. with, okay, yes, that is super weird. I will give you that. Uh,
0: because, so like, why don't you try and describe what these oh. open, and
1: it, also because it's long. It's really it feels long. feels long. It's really long. Um, well, so what, we I'm not even looking at your notes page right now. I'm going to try to go like from what okay. I remember. Great, great. So it's like immediately we like open on we hear a little like a little creepy girl's voice. <laughs>
0: the voice is
1: disturbing as fuck. It's like the type of, like, um, yeah, Danny, can I ask you a question? It's like that. It's like yeah. really yeah uncomfortable. And it's,
0: and it's so weird sounding. I immediately was like, This is an adult doing a child's voice. Yeah,
1: it might have been. So it was that.
0: And, and I felt like it could have even been an adult man doing a little girl's voice.
1: That's possible too.
0: And <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but I was just like, this is off putting from oh, the yeah. jump.
1: Th- there's <laughs> lots of stuff wrong with it. And so, I mean, and they were trying to make it creepy. Like, fine, get it. Good job. Well done. So it's that. And then we're also like visually. So that's just like a voiceover we're hearing. Yes. Visually, what we're seeing is like weird, creepy ornaments on a Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. And it's just like panning all over the Christmas tree while this like weird voiceover is happening. And what, like, and the, the content of the voiceover is yes. this little girl asking her uncle or uh, like someone yes. Um, yes. to tell her a story. And the story that this is <laughs> uncle <fucked. laughs> that The story to tell is. It is about the serial killer jack frost um Correct. and just like very specific if i recall like very specific like and then he like murdered this person and yep. then he murdered this person and then he you know it was just like the story of this serial killer that he's telling a child on christmas question mark like yes very strange
0: yes so the very first lines out of this possible child but probably an adult pretending to be a child's mouth is uncle henry tell me a story and um the story is as you say um about jack frost and i even think there's some back and forth where like the little girl voice is like onky
1: henry this is a Unky Henry, ew, I hate that. that.
0: I did that for my own. Oh, I hate
1: that. (laughs) Hi, everyone. If you ever call someone unky, like I am not your friend. (laughs) I hate that.
0: Um, But I swear to God, at one point the little girl says, "Like, isn't this a bit violent?" And the uncle's like, "Shut up! I'm telling this story. (laughs) You asked me to, so I'm going to." Um, And so, like, yes, and. The as the camera is panning down, that is the credits we're seeing, like edited by whoever the hell and mm-hmm. like produced by whoever. Um, but the real amazingness of this is that the uncle says that Jack Frost has been kind of like marauding around the country for five years, that he kills 38 people in that time across various states. But he isn't caught until he's in Snowminton, Colorado. Um, And the reason he's caught, which you might not have cottoned on to if you weren't super paying attention, is that he's doing a full Sweeney Todd. He's putting
1: body parts in pies. Oh, wait. I didn't really catch on to that. Or maybe I... That's what he, like, that's what he was killing people. He was killing people and putting them in pies.
0: Yes. And then he gets caught. And then, um, and then we kind of catch up with the story as, because, because he's caught, he's like going to be executed. It's the night of his execution. Now this all sounds weird listeners and it a hundred percent is, but I want you to also appreciate that this whole thing that's happening lasts for at least three whole minutes
1: and like that doesn't sound crazy when you say it I'm gonna be honest it doesn't sound
0: like a lot of time
1: but it's crazy it's like it's a lot of I remember I think I did say like and I obviously as I mentioned have seen this movie before but I literally was like wait what the fuck is happening
0: yeah Three minutes in movie time is actually quite a long time. Yeah, it is to dedicate to something like this. It's um, like full
1: commitment I, to this bit. And I, I guess do you could wonder too if
0: if it's like they just were trying to like drag it out to get to the ninety minutes that they wanted.
1: Um, yeah, probably.
0: Because this is really like it drags and it's weird and it goes on way longer than it needs to. Um, But then we arrive into the true story, which is the night that Jack Frost is supposed to be executed. Um, We're on this road, presumably somewhere in Colorado. Um, It's very snowy. uh, And we're in this armored truck, and we see some prison guards driving through the snow, Um, and this is, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember necessarily how things were for different, like, cars in the late 90s. But, like, to me, this looked ridiculous. They're, like, in this truck that has, like, these shitty wipers Mm -hmm.
1: that are barely, They're both looking out one, like, little patch of, like, clean, Right,
0: and it's a perfect little, like, arc, and then the rest is, like... Totally snow covered. Especially, and it's um, also
1: supposed to be like, they're specifically a um, like Department of Corrections transport. Vehicle. Yeah. Like, and they're literally carrying a serial killer to be executed. I think they would put it, uh, like, put them in a better car than that in Colorado. Yeah, and they
0: might just say, like, the roads are bad. Like, we'll, we'll do kill them tomorrow.
1: tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's no big deal. Um, But it was also really weird because, yes, there are these two guards in the front seat and they're like shouting around and like joking. And I even wrote down one of the things that one of them says, deep fried jack served at midnight. And I was like,
1: it's in poor taste. It's not great even to say about a serial killer.
0: Let's face it, this is only the start of any number of awful and jokes and poor tastes <laughs> that we are gonna see as True. the movie goes on. Um, but you just
1: know that their, their fate is sealed when they start saying stuff like that.
0: Right. And well, and also you know their fate is sealed when you see that they're driving, they're driving and you see
1: the sign that says welcome to Snowminton. <laughs> and I can't believe that you like I mean, I you knew that it was like I no no I knew that it was like I was thinking of it more as like in Christmas movies, like the town they're in is always like Snowville or sure. like Snowtown. So I was thinking of it more like that. I I didn't think of saying it out loud as much, and like that it's like Snowman Town. <laughs> like I yeah, didn't think of yeah. it that way.
0: I saw that sign. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like. <laughs> With this movie. This is really where we're beginning. So it can only get worse from here. Um, only turns, Yeah. And it's, it turns out Snowminton is where Jack was caught. Of course. Um, then we see... It all connects. In, <laughs> correct. Um, and so, like, then we go into the back of the truck and we get our view of Jack Frost. Our first view of him. Um, and... You know, what's weird about this scene, um, I mean, one of the many things, is it seems like Jack already had a plan to escape from the truck before... Anything went wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because he's in the back of the truck with a, a third prison guard man, and, like... They're having some kind of weird back and forth. And then we go back to the front seat with the other two guards and we hear, like, a weird thump or something. Yeah, he was, like, already,
1: he, like, already was, like, messing up the dude he was in back with. Because he's a scary criminal guy and I don't know why he didn't have, like, more restraints on him.
0: Yeah, I mean, anyone who has two different facial scars, you gotta be a little more serious with that person. Yeah,
1: anyone who, like, puts people in pies, like.
0: Yeah so he kills that's our first body drop is that guard in the back with him then this kind of like distracts the two guards in front meanwhile we see also driving on this fucking blizzard of a night like why people are doing this is a car or a truck rather (laughs) that just has the words like genetic research company on it.
1: Like, mm. like it's basically like, might as well just say like science mobile on the side. Like yeah,
0: that would actually be great. I would love that so much more. Um, and so that is driving in the opposite direction. Um, in this case, that truck driver is like trying to open his thermos and like God. pour himself some something. I like. So, what is wrong with people? I did write later on in this scene, is everyone drunk in this? Like, is there something, Maybe. are we supposed to know that, like, because is the guy who's driving the genetic research truck, is what he's, is he like making himself a hot toddy? Is that yeah. why this What's
1: happens? in a hot toddy? Is it just like whiskey?
0: It's like whiskey and tea and Ew. honey and, li- and lemon. Oh, that um, sounds horrendous. Oh, to me it sounds great. I wish I had one right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, both of them, both trucks are barreling toward each other. Yeah. And I did like how they they cut this so that each person on each truck goes, What the fuck? And then they <laughs> and oh, then I've Jack like and then right before the imminent crash, we go back into the back and Jack says, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Kind of, like, I do remember that. Man.
1: Yeah, um, and, and like, here's the deal with that. Did he? <laughs> oh God! There's no way that he like planned this entire thing so he would turn into a snowman. Like, well, that's
0: the thing is, I wrote right in my notes is he says, "Oh yeah." Does he know something? And I'm like, was this a Or is he like, just,
1: or he just like generally like, haha, this is gonna, this thing is gonna crash. I'll survive and kill all these people. I guess. I feel I like don't that's know. maybe where, cause otherwise it, that's just like, this movie is crazy, but that's like next level <laughs> crazy. If yeah. that's like. So,
0: yeah. So the two trucks slam into each other. Um, this, of course, allows Jack to get out of the back of the armored car. Um, as, and and I think one of, so, like, the one guard he killed, I think the second guard dies on impact. Yeah, I think so. And then there's the genetic research guy driver, or maybe he died as well, I can't remember, and then there's one last prison guard left who's alive. Yep. And he walks out, and that, and so we kind of follow him. It's not really his point of view, but we follow him. The camera follows him. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, he's, like, got... You know, like those tinsel garlands you can put around a tree? Yeah. He's got that around his neck, and I was like, what?
1: Where did that what? come from? Like, it's just to be like, oh, remember, this is a Christmas movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he comes out. This is when we see that Jack has escaped. Well, not really escaped. He's gotten out of the back of the truck, yeah. and he's standing there, and the prison guard tries to, like, stop him or shoot him or yeah. I don't know what, but he doesn't really have time to because then... What happens to Jack?
1: He gets hit in the face, body, everything with this <laughs> crazy like spew of this genetic acid material. Whatever this whatever this guck is from this tr- other truck. And then I mean, what it is in reality is just water. But well, like, well, it's I acid. Then it eats his it eats his whole body up and he just kind of like disintegrates into the snow.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that. Like, this is the king of a movie of, like, so something's spraying on this person, it looks like water, but then we're going to have a shot of the thing spraying out and it says genetic acid material. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> great, perfect. <laughs> now I know what this is. Um, but it is some, I think they call it, like, gen, truly, like, just genetic acid or something. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, you know,
1: just your basic um, genetic acid.
0: Yeah, but it does, it, like, looks like he's getting melted down yeah and then the prison guard is like watching this happen in horror which makes sense um and then he like the final kind of bit of this is he looks at the snow where Jack's body has like melted into Mm -hmm. and the snow like shuffles it looks like there's something yeah underneath the snow yeah and I think he shoots at that yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so tough opening, big opening. <laughs> um, then then we uh are in a car, presumably on the same road. Yeah, and it's Sam, the sheriff, his wife, and his kid. Um, and I guess what we have to assume is that they are also driving to watch the execution. Right? Oh, like why? Or are they just they driving out? home? Well, because they're talking about the execution in the car. So
1: yeah, I'm I feel like, like it's just because else? they want us to know that this is like these things are connected, right? Well, I, I hope mean, they're I not know. going.
0: I hope they're not going to the execution actually, because they also have their son in the car, and I don't. Yeah, think and also then they don't to go, go
1: to it. Like I, so well, no,
0: they don't go to it because then they see the crash, and then they're told that Jack Frost was in there. So he's. Oh, already are they told dead. right
1: away? Then I forget. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, but also in this moment, for the benefit of us, the audience, we get a little tiny flashback <laughs> where the, re- and so then we learn that Sam is the police officer that caught Jack, even though yep. there's no pies in the mix.
1: No, they don't um, mention any of that.
0: No, it looks like he's stopped at a routine, routine traffic stop. Yes. And then somehow Sam knows that this is the bad guy.
1: It's very and weird, and he catches him. Yeah, it's very strange. Um,
0: and and Jack curses him when he's caught. Right. So, um, so and then we so okay, so we get this backstory of like okay, so he caught Jack Frost, and then we get back into the car on the snowy road, and that's when they drive past the crash site, and Agent Manners is there. And I think it's him who tells Sam, because Sam is this town sheriff. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Jack Frost. He was like, what's the deal? And it's like, oh, Jack Frost got killed in this accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so execution doesn't need to happen because now he's dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Yay.
0: Um, next day, uh, we're in Sam's family home with his wife, who is unnamed, and his son, Ryan. Um, and Ryan is making oatmeal for the family and it looks fucking disgusting. Um, (laughs) it really does. It's like brown in a way that suggests that he put chocolate in it, but like. But, well, and then then later he's,
1: I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like brown though. Like, it's like. (laughs) Why
0: did you say
1: that like that? <laughs> like, because I'm trying to be funny <laughs> for the show. <laughs> um, I don't ever say poo-poo again. Um, but yeah, it's gross. It looks disgusting. Unless yeah. I'm talking about a
0: poo-poo platter, then
1: it's okay. Then that's fine. I assume. Um, but the thing that's gross about it, you know what it is? Is he, the color, obviously, but he also just like puts it in a Ziploc bag.
0: Yeah. Well, and aren't there like weird marshmallow looking chunks?
1: It's not good. It's not good. And then later, like super later, I think the kid admits that he puts antifreeze in it. Right. And he saves the town because of that. He does. But like if anyone had eaten that, like if his parents had been nice parents and eaten it, like they would have died.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So
1: that's right. So he's making and like Christmas
0: music is playing, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be like, "Oh, look at what this call? nice family is." Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, and so he, so he's like, "Dad, take this oatmeal to work with you." And yeah, he puts it in a fucking Ziploc bag.
1: So gross.
0: Which is just like what? So the fuck unappetizing. Is this? Um, and also Ryan, the son, is trying to ask about jack frost and both his parents are like no no that's like not for you to worry about and then sam goes off to work um and he first stops by this building that i keep referring to as town hall but it really is unclear what it is um Mm -hmm. i they they oh is that where the snowman
1: contest is that part yes Yes, yeah. the
0: Snowman Festival slash Snowman <laughs> Building Contest. Um, the famous snowmanton Snowman Contest, if you weren't aware. Um, and this is where I was like, are you fucking kidding me? There is not a bit of snow on the ground here. And I literally <laughs>
1: didn't even notice that.
0: Like, it's like, it couldn't be a sunnier, more beautiful day <laughs> in this town. I did remember it and being sunny, that's true. And they they have, like, somehow managed to put these fake-ass snowmen directly in front of the building that they're shooting in. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll also say, like, this this movie had, like, three locations. Um, And they just kept returning to them. So we'll see this town hall building a number of times. It looked to me like just probably an old hotel.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Like an you know, old bed and so, breakfast type of thing. Yeah, and so Sam stops by in his capacity as sheriff and he's talking to the various townsfolk who will get killed later. That's the main point of this scene, is just to acquaint us with the people who will get killed later. Um, in particular, uh, we see uh, a husband and wife pair, uh, Jake and Sally, Jake is really unpleasant, and (laughs) Sally is the meek woman who has to be with the unpleasant man, um, which I'm now realizing is a trope in horror movies. Is it what Um, is? That it's like disgusting, awful, angry man with meek wife. Yeah. um, Yeah, it is. Is a trope. And particularly maybe Meek Wife is religious, which I recall being yeah. a thing here. Yeah. Um, and then Sally says a line which we know is, like, dooming her to her death later. She says she would all, she always wanted to be an angel on top of the tree. Yeah,
1: yeah, and
0: yeah. I immediately wrote in my handwritten notes, I was like, this bitch is dying on a Christmas tree. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I was like, is the tree going to get rammed up her? Like, oh, or for how- God's but- sake.
1: Um, that I that was, actually might have been a little less gruesome than what did end up happening to her. Yeah,
0: but I was like, this bitch is dying on a Christmas tree. We know that for <laughs> a fact based on this line. And then also important here, we see Shannon Elizabeth, Jill, uh, introduced, and her, I don't know if it's her boyfriend or what, but this other guy, Tommy, um, who is making a snow woman. Um and the with very voluptuous breasts i would add <laughs> um and this is when we get the running gag that starts appearing in this movie a number of times which is how do you tell a snowman from a snow, snow woman
1: what's the answer amy i forget i literally forget but i remember like hearing that part and being like oh god what i forget i a, forget give a
0: try to what but, you think the answer would be
1: uh, boobs or something
0: no it's snowballs
1: oh yeah Pfft. Some uh, so, stupid...
0: you know, great, perfect, moi. Um, <laughs> so, that's great. Then we get to the sheriff's station. Sam shows up, um... And his assistant, Marla, fucking hilarious. Oh,
1: yeah, I liked her, too. This
0: woman is awesome. She's possibly my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um... Because she's dry as hell and, like, just really... I don't even know what... I don't even know what this actor who's playing her, like, what her vision is or, like, what she's trying to do. But I love that she wears a
1: Christmas sweater at all times at work. She
0: wears a Christmas sweater and what we come into, when Sam comes into the room, we get a point of view shot of him looking at Marla. And Marla is, like, drinking a coffee, which I have to assume has booze in it, smoking a cigarette... And drying her hair, all sitting at her desk. Um, it had a very this part had a very almost like Twin Peaksy vibe, mm-hmm. and that and Marla's character to me seemed like she should have been in Twin Peaks rather than this shitty movie. Yeah, um, because then he's like, I forget, like he's like Marla, you seem so serious. Um, you act, you're acting like somebody's died, and then she holds up one of those old, like. You've got a message papers. Do you
1: remember those? Uh, like a, like a memo, like a notepad, like a note.
0: Yeah, there used to be, and I know this because I had an office job in college. Like by the time I had office jobs, like my mid twenties, these didn't really exist anymore. Mm -hmm. But there used to be this thing where it was like an actual notebook full of little, like you could separate them. They were, Mm -hmm. there were like four in a page and they had that, uh, like ditto paper underneath where you could like write down the thing and then you could give the paper to the person who needed the message, but then you would also have a record. Oh yeah. Like, you, had, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she had that where it's like memo message and then she holds it up and in big capital letters, it says somebody's died.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I do remember that now. Oh my God. I love that. And I was like, Just oh man, this, like this, yeah, just somebody died.
0: Um, That's not very descriptive. No. Um, but it, so this moment was a very Twin Peaks moment that I quite liked. And I was like, but the rest of the movie, like, what happened? Um, so Sam then goes to this house where the person who's died is.
1: <laughs> um, it's an old guy. Who but, they keep calling old man, whatever his name is. And they just keep calling yeah. him that.
0: Yep, old man, whoever. Um, old man, whoever, though, is just a mannequin who looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yep. Um, and what was weird about that is, like, they're like, oh, he's frozen. Yeah. And his neck's snapped. And I was like, okay, but, like, why does it look like his skin got all dried out? Like, I don't think that's what...
1: Well, and also, I didn't, like, like yeah. it looks like yeah it looked like like all the blood from his body got drained almost, but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I also didn't necessarily think that he looked murdered. I mean, I guess so. I guess, like I mean I guess. He,
0: let's let's be honest. what he was was a dummy from party city that you could get for <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> and they like were like they put some of that flock fake snow spray on, and yeah. were like, that's it. here yeah. we go, true, um so. Then Sam, because, I guess because Jack Frost is on his mind, Sam is like, I got to confirm that that guy is really dead. I just have this feeling. Yeah. Like, that whatever. Yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm going to radio the FBI. <laughs> and then he goes to his squad car and radios the FBI. And I was like, you can do that? Like, from yeah, your- Yeah, is that just, a thing? You're like a local police officer can radio in to the FBI. I don't think I have a feeling no. No, I don't think so either. But that is indeed what happens. And so And he got the
1: specific person he yes. was looking for immediately. <laughs> correct, correct.
0: Because then we, as the viewer, go into the, I guess, FBI office. Yeah. And we're introduced to Agent Manners and Stone... And he gets this call. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing that's funny. is like, Sam is on a CB radio in his car in Snowminton, Colorado. And Agent Manners, let's assume, is in Washington, D.C. And he picks up a phone and they are talking to each other.
1: Yeah. That Curl. was so weird. Cool. I yeah. remember being like, wait. Hold on. He's talking to him on that thing? That was very yep. weird. And so...
0: Sam is like, I'm just curious. I want to know for a fact that Jack Frost is dead because you were just at that crash scene last night, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's dead. Nothing to worry about. And he
1: takes him him at his word for that. Yes, and that's done. So phone call
0: over, Manners hangs up the phone. We now stay with him and Stone. And what do we learn?
1: That jack frost is not dead
0: no that he just fucking disappeared yeah (laughs) and um i yeah it's agent manners who says to stone in a kind of accusatory way like um well now we know i forget if he says your experiment or what but he's like well now we know it works and i was like what what do we know works right um, but I guess this is good storytelling because we'll learn later <laughs> what happened. <laughs> um, so then I guess it's the end of the work day. Or no, it isn't yet. Now we just go to Sam's house in the middle of the day. Um, Ryan and his mom are there. Um, and Ryan decides there's this weird snowman that's shown up outside their house. Um, Right. And that I guess that could happen. Um, But it's without a face. Um, And I will say this snowman is exceptionally tall.
1: Really tall. Um, And then, like, they don't even care who built it? Well, I I don't, don't, like... If if there was a snowman in my yard and I didn't put it there, I feel like I would have questions. Think I would necessarily be upset though if that. Not upset, but I might be like, "Uh, who built that?" (laughs) Maybe
0: I don't think it. I don't think. After watching this
1: this movie, I'd want to know who built it. Well,
0: yes. After this movie, maybe I've changed my mind. But like, um, you know, they're just in this neighborhood, and it's like a small town. I'm like, oh, and also like where the snowman is is like by their driveway, and so I'm like that. Uh, it's, like, not even fully on their property. Like, it would be weirder I guess. if it was, like, right in the center of their lawn. Yeah. Right? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's most strange is that this particular snowman um, has no face or any, like, accoutrements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ryan is like, I'm going to add, like, the face. And so he has a carrot and some coal. And um, as we've said, some twigs get turned into eyebrows. Not good. Time. Not a good choice. No. What's especially weird is as Ryan is, like, putting these facial features on, and he even makes the mouth, because it is just, like, these three inanimate balls <laughs> on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And he makes the mouth by put jamming his finger into the snow. Right. Um, That's and the other thing. You don't need a mouth. I don't think you do, um, but he, as he's jamming his fingers into the snow, you see the snowman growing teeth, or maybe it always had teeth in there. I'm not totally sure. Yeah, uh, but know. you absolutely see it, and I was like, "Oh my god, is that snowman going to bite this kid's hand off?"
1: I thought so too,
0: but in fact, what happens is, um, I didn't really know how to describe these kids. Um, but I just was, like, the big boys in town. Um, and I don't mean actual... These are, like... Because Ryan is probably supposed to be, what, like, 12? Uh, yeah, I guess so. And these kids look like they're more, like, 15.
1: Yeah, they're just... They're very tall, I feel like. I feel like they're tall and lanky.
0: Yeah, they're 15-year-old boys. All right, fine. <laughs> um, But they're not, like, they're not, like, teen... Like, they're not... Seniors in high school, but they're big boys compared to Ryan, right? And so they've come, and they're, like, kind of being little shits to him. Mm -hmm. And then the main bad kid, who I want to say is called Billy. Uh, Of course, his name is Billy.
1: Yeah, they're always bad. Um, Billy's
0: are always bad. And I get... Oh, that's right. They're trying to sled, and they're like, this snowman is in the way of our sledding. And... All of this is made more hilarious by the fact that there is no snow visible in any of these <laughs> shots. Like, um, so they're like, we're going sledding. Get your fucking dipshit snowman out of our way. Ryan says no. Then the main bad kid knocks the snowman's head off with his sled. And so what happens?
1: So the snowman kills him and knocks yep. his head off with the sled.
0: Yeah, he is. I don't. I don't totally remember. It's something like the snowman kind of pushes him to the ground, and then the
1: sled goes over the kid's throat. Right? Something like that. Because it's one of those. It's an old like toboggan or something. And I'm yeah. not even kidding. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the old toboggans had literal blades on them. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, they did. And I'm not 100%. sure if this one did, but yeah, that that yeah. the sled killed yeah. him and cut his head off.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It's like the sla- the blades of the legs or whatever go over. That is his so neck.
1: dangerous. I can't believe <laughs> that they just like had to straight up blades on things and were like, "Go on, kids."
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So this kid dies. Um.
1: And the best then- part is, wait, really quick. The best part is when like we cut to all the police and people like cleaning up this scene or whatever and be like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. They they literally carry. They I loved it. I kept oh God. Um they cover his body in like a regular body bag, but they're carrying his head, his severed head in a plastic bag like a clear plastic bag oh
0: no I didn't notice that oh my god it was so like like
1: next to his parents like literally like (laughs) well (laughs) across the camera oh my god it made me laugh so hard
0: no what made me laugh during this scene is yes I had a similar like oh body bag oh my god but I thought it was funny that while this you know child is being hauled away in two pieces yeah this the soundtrack is tidings of comfort and joy
1: (laughs) but it's like that's juxtaposition right like that's where i don't know i don't
0: know Or it is someone was like
1: really dark
0: um but yeah either way it was a very evocative moment um Meanwhile, Billy is the son of Angry Man Jake that we were introduced to earlier. He's fucking freaking out. I mean, admittedly, I think in this case his anger is probably legitimate. Um, And he's convinced that Sam's son Ryan killed his son. Right. Um, And Sam is like, do you know how much, like, force someone would
1: need to, like, kill your kid in this way. My son's just... Your kid is double the size of my kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: like, and Ryan is, of course, um, inconsolable and in keeping saying the snowman did it, and everyone is, like, He's... Yeah, it's
1: not a great story. Here's the deal. Like, even though it's true, <laughs> I think, like, here, uh, he needed to come up with a better, like, it was... Not, I guess if you say it was an accident, then it makes it sound like he did it. But like, be like, right? Be like his. He dropped his sled, it, and it flew over and chopped his head off.
0: I mean, all of these other things you're saying sound equally nuts and much more
1: guilty than saying
0: the snowman did it. Really?
1: You think? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Okay. If okay, wait. But for real, like (laughs) in real life, not in crazy. this movie life if someone said to you a child said to you there was this crazy accident i don't know he fell down and something happened i didn't see it but like the toboggan with blades on it rolled over his neck and he's dead that you're saying that's less believable than this kid saying to you i don't know all i can tell you is the snowman did it
0: um you're believing the snowman story over that I will say, let's get the word believable out of this. What I mean to say is, if someone tells me this story of, like, something, something, accident, something, something, sled over neck, something, (laughs) something, I'd be like, you're lying about something.
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm not
0: sure what exactly, but you are obviously lying That Because, like, even though those sleds with those blades are dangerous, if there was no
1: like pressure yeah the head
0: because the head is cut clean off yeah it's not like I don't even I'm not even sure how the snowman
1: did do it
0: it's not like he got hit in the jugular and then bled out it's like his head is cut off off. yeah it's not good anyway
1: luckily he's a kid and he doesn't get carted off to jail
0: (laughs) so that makes me be like you I don't believe you because this is clearly not possible. Whereas. If you're saying the snowman did it, I'm like, That's clearly you've possible. had a psychotic break. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, maybe you did kill this kid, but, like, you don't remember it because you've had a psychotic break. Like, um, So
1: you heard it I, here first. Always yeah. plead insanity.
0: I guess. I don't know. Uh, there. P.S. That was not legal advice. We do not give legal advice <laughs> on this show. Um, I do. So... Well, anyway, this you kid, go ahead and
1: do that. <laughs> this kid, the the poor kid, just keeps saying this. No man did it, and you know, as one would expect, people are like, "That's a little sus,"
0: right? <laughs> uh, then late, then we follow Jake and Sally to their home um, that evening. They're fighting, which seems like probably happens every night. But the this guy per- is a
1: he is a piece of work.
0: Yeah. Um, he's a real b.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> like so, I think they fight every night, but Sounds this like particular night they're fighting because their son just got killed. Which I get that like, makes that sense. Seems, yeah, that seems fine. Um, then Jill, who is Bill, oh Jill and Bill, ugh, God, the names I don't in this like movie. That. <laughs> um, so Jill comes downstairs. Billy is her younger brother. And she's like, "I'm getting out of here. This is like one of those families that shouts.
1: Yeah. It seems
0: like, yeah." Um, and I know and those I, families. You know, like we have a loud family. Oh no, no, no! But we're not a shout family, is what I would say.
1: No, no, no. I, I know. Sh- I know shouting families. Um, and it's very, very different than just people who are loud. And right. like, I would say our family is loud, but it's pretty... Um, usually, I would say it's pretty, like, happy loud, if that makes sense. Right. Like, it's yeah. just... We're, like, loud people when we talk right. and whatever. But, like, shouting families... Speak I Speak for it, yourself.
0: <laughs> I have the tiniest, daintiest voice of a daisy.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Unky Henry. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I quit. No. Um... <laughs> No, but but shouting families, I think of more like people who like are mad all the time. And I'll just like yeah. quick little um, uh, tangent is the my landlord, <laughs> for example, oh, his intriguing. family, his family is a shouting family, like to okay. the point where when they like they sometimes come out and like do our trash, or they're sometimes working on the other sure. apartments near us, or whatever. And you can hear them from inside talking to each other. And I don't mean they're talking to each other like, hey, can you grab me that thing over there? They're like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> grab me that thing. Give me right the fuck now. Like, so that's, yeah. that's what we're, ta- that's what I picture when I picture a shouting family. Yeah. Like and they, this is
0: definitely a shouting family. Yeah. Like this group. Yeah. Um, so Jake is yelling. The only one who isn't shouting is poor old meek little Sally. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um oh man, that poor lady. So,
0: Jake is shouting, Jill comes down and she's shouting about how she has to get out of there, and he's like, don't you fucking care about your dead brother? <laughs> and she's like, of course I care, but I'm sad, so I need to
1: go get fucked
0: by my boyfriend. Like, And I need to be um, away from
1: you two crazos.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with her in that yeah. respect. Um, Big time. And everyone grieves differently, so I'm like, let her go and be with her dumb boyfriend, like, yeah, who cares? Um, so she goes away, um, and then after she's left, Jack Frost shows up, um, and I guess I will say that, I mean, there are many questions this movie engenders, um, but the biggest question I suppose I have is, I understand why Jack Frost wants to kill Sam and his family. Mm-hmm. I don't fully understand why he has he just wants to so kill much, everyone. Yeah, like in this town. Like yeah. is it just cuz this is the town he got caught in?
1: I think he's just crazy. I think he's just someone who likes to murder people, don't you think? Yeah. In probably. specifically a Christmas style.
0: <laughs> yes. That's his fun new thing. <laughs> um so he shows up um and he starts uh Again, because now I, d- I also like he's a bit different than a character like Jason or Freddy or Michael Myers. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that he has become a snowman makes him like a little bit like an imp, you know, like a like a bit of a supernatural yeah. to him yeah, because yeah. he starts by like kind of fucking around with them to yep. to draw them out. In a way that like Michael Myers doesn't draw anybody out. He's just like an onslaught. Jason right. just shows up. Freddy right. just Freddy kind of plays with people a little bit, but like Yeah. Um you know, he's now imbued with this weird snowman spirit that makes him kind of like playing with his food a little bit. Right, right, right. Um so he so then Jake comes out and is like chopping wood or, well, no, I guess he says he's going to chop wood, but really what he's out there doing is smoking his pipe. Yeah. Um, But of course, the most important thing is that there's an ax there. Mm -hmm. And so when Jake pulls out the ax to like start supposedly chopping wood, that's when, and again, these kills happen so quickly. I often was like, wait, what?
1: And then I just see <laughs> then I see the end of it. Like I didn't yeah. really see how it happened. Well, I think sometimes that also is truly what they do. Like they don't right. show him cuz in this this particular kill, he literally shoves the axe down his entire throat. Right. And now, just so
0: you can get a visual, listeners, we're talking about the axe handle. Like, when we see this actor close up again, that blade of the axe is out of his mouth, and the the handle has gone down his gullet. Yeah. Which is un- unusual. I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you, the more usual be, like, axe to the face. like
0: Yeah. And I also, I wrote this in my handwritten notes. I think part of what we don't see a lot in this movie Um, is because the snowman model thing that they're using is completely immobile. You can tell. (laughs) It's all, like, put together to be, like, these three balls with this... with a face that actually isn't making a face. Mm -hmm. And then they have, like, sometimes they show what looks like an arm and, like, a big fuzzy mitten, like a white mitten, kind of, like, doing something. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it's it's often, like, the suggestion of a kill, and then you see the aftermath yeah. of what has happened. Yeah. Um, so, Jake gets it by having an axe shoved down his throat. Then, Jack Frost gets into their home and is kind of playing around with Sally a bit, kind of draws her over to the Christmas tree, um... By kind of blinking the tree lights on and off to make her come over and look. Um, and I'm always like, why do people investigate? I know we've talked about this oh, before. Oh, the investigation.
1: But like, investigations will always get you murdered.
0: <laughs> like, and if you're not an electrician, you can't fix this blinky light no. problem. Like, no, no. Um, but she, needless to say, that draws her over to the tree, then... Jack Frost kind of, like, materializes and starts wrapping the tree lights around her neck. Right? Yep. Is that yep. right? Like yeah, so yeah. she's mm-hmm. strangle- being strangled. Yep. But then also what's happening to this actor's face?
1: Oh, I did not like this. I mean, it's clever. But he's, like, sm- <laughs> He's smashing her face into the Christmas ornaments, and like every time she comes up, she's got like broken pieces more. of Christmas yeah, ornaments in her like face. I didn't like seeing that. It was not a I good also, visual.
0: I also didn't. I mean, it, this. I mean, is it's more a fun say. Christmas
1: death again. Like, yeah, it's very Christmas themed,
0: <laughs> but it's like a little gross. I also kind of liked the shots where they showed a number of times from the back, like where this big puffy white hand is holding a woman's head down into a box of glass ornaments. Yeah, and her face is—you can see her head kind of like wobbling. Yeah, or whatever. Um, I'm. This is the the one death where I'm like, I'm not sure this kills you. Um, Just getting ornaments to your face. Ornaments to the face, and, like, I wasn't... think the
1: strangulation would kill you, though, no? Yeah,
0: but I wasn't... It didn't seem super... Anyway, I was like, I don't know, but whatever, she's dead. Because then the final shot is her, like... As I said, she's, like, pinned up to the tree, like, hanging there, like, an ornament herself. Um... The police find all of this some amount of time later, um... But we, for the purpose of the story, return back uh, to the sheriff's station. Now Agent Manners and Scientist Stone have come to Snowminton. And Sam is really angry because he's like, I guarantee you Jack Frost is not dead. All of these bodies dropping means that he's somehow somehow survived uh, the crash. Um, Which I guess... Makes sense as a... I mean, and
1: he's right. Theory.
0: Yeah, he is right. But he doesn't know the snowman part yet. Yeah, true. Um, and so then Manners is like, well, I want to see the crime scene. I'm not convinced. So then we go back to Jake and Sally's house where Manners and Stone are examining, like, what is literally just a puddle of water on the floor. Everyone keeps <laughs> calling it a footprint, but I'm like, that is just a puddle of water on the floor. Um, but what they discover... Is that this water is like kind of special, uh, that it can freeze and melt of its own accord. I don't know how they know this. Yeah. Um, I. But what I will say is what I liked about this is the scene is shot from underneath water.
1: Um, oh, yeah. So that
0: was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, and then upon this re- revelation... Um, manners is like we need to have a curfew um and have people get off the streets and now to me a curfew means go home and then by this time and then by the morning you're allowed out he means he wants a quarantine he wants people to stay in their homes like indefinitely um but we're still it's pretty clear he's still not telling the whole story to sam and like local law enforcement so Then we get back to this town hall building, which also doubles as a hotel and also doubles as the church. And, like, it's everything, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Sam is there and he's, like, rounding up the town. Again, the budget on this has to have been so low because they had three locations and, like, the entire town looks like it's about 12 people. Yeah, I think it was. Um,
1: (laughs) And as they start dying, it's less and less.
0: Yeah. And so it's like everyone in town is being rounded up. And Sam is like, there's a curfew for the next 24 hours. And by that, they mean don't leave your home. Mm-hmm. They're also saying you can stay here if you want to. Um, and then there's this priest who's there. And so it's like, is this, the, they're like, you can stay in the church. And I'm like, so is this the church? I was like, where, like, what is happening? Like, what are we in doing building? here? Folks? Like, yeah. what is this building's function? Um, but. Then we see, then there's like a variety of kind of random stuff that happens that doesn't really move the story forward. Um, But what's most important, I guess, is to return to Sam's home um, where Sam's wife has stopped by there briefly, I guess to pick up some stuff before returning to this town hall for the curfew Mm -hmm. and so what we see is that sam's wife and his uh deputy leave the house meanwhile standing outside of the house are jill and tommy they watch these two go and then they go into sam's house
1: yeah that was a weird choice i don't get this i did not get why they were in there at all i mean either um,
0: especially for what we see will transpire shortly. Um, also, just a quick note so that we're not super angry at Jill. She doesn't know that her whole family is dead. True. And she doesn't know that neither she nor Tommy know about the curfew. Right. They've been together this whole time. So, now, the fact that they go in to the sheriff's house Knowing that it's abandoned makes me ask this question to you, Amy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is a thing they do regularly where they like look around in town for a random for house who are out and then they go and have sex in these homes?
1: Um, they seemed quite comfortable with it, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, they, like she was like all ready to take a bath there, like it, uh. Yeah they, yeah, they seem quite comfortable. I think it's bananas. Um, and you know, I guess maybe I'm like making myself sound like a loser here, but like, I never really like dated people in high school. So I don't know what that type of like sneaking around is like, maybe that's normal, but I don't think so. No,
0: I was thinking the same. I was like, It is true that when you're a teenager, there is this, like, where can we go issue. (laughs) Um, But that, and sometimes it's like, oh, my parents or somebody's parents are away on vacation. Right. There's always some
1: group of parents that's gone. You don't know how to sneak into people's houses.
0: But it's not this of, like, oh, they've gone out to dinner. This
1: house is empty for (laughs) 30 minutes. We can
0: go in there. Um no that's super this weird. Is, this is clearly like something they seem pretty as you said like comfortable and adept adept at like Yeah. Um so they go right into the sheriff's house. Um they start taking off their clothes and I will say they both have so many clothes on. Like the take yeah, like they're they have like a lot of layers. Jackets and oh yet another like shirt and like and then when they finally finally when the clothes are quote-unquote off they're in long underwear both of them yeah and I was like okay well weird all right um so then yeah this was like if Tommy doesn't do this often it sure seems like Jill does because she's like I want you to make a fire and give me some wine and I was like how do you even know they have wine in this house or a right. fireplace or the materials and, you need to make a fire?
1: Like, and is any of that yours? <laughs> like, right.
0: But like, yeah, and, you're just going to like make it and happen. And here's the deal. Like, here's
1: the other part. Like if what you're breaking into, breaking into this person's house for is to have by sex. By the way, you're breaking them into the sheriff's house. Yeah. Well, idiot. They're idiots. So, but if the one thing you're doing is breaking into the house to have sex, uh, do that. Like that's what you should do right. first. <laughs> yeah. Get like, that out of the way. <laughs> right? Because like this other stuff, like building a fire. People, you don't yeah, know you an- don't know when these people are coming home. No. And building a fire, like having a glass of wine. Yeah, I guess teenagers can't do that stuff either in front of their parents. But like, go do that in your car. I don't know, but like this is it's just too weird. Like it's very weird and very domestic and feels like a thing that a woman in
0: her mid-twenties would ask for, but not an 18-year-old or less yeah. girl. Like, yeah. I don't know. It all felt very mature strange. in a very weird way. So then also, Jill, who as far as I could tell, her hair was dry the whole time. Uh, yeah, it was. Upstairs, don't even get me
1: started on that.
0: Goes upstairs to dry her hair. Meanwhile, Tommy, who is downstairs in the dark, starts looking for wine. <laughs> um, looking for wine to steal. Right. What he finds, though, is champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as well, he puts ice in it. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, Because <laughs> well, he's an um, idiot. He's a teenager. He doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, he's a teenager. He doesn't know. Um, but as he's preparing for this, you know fuck session that's about to happen I suppose um what
1: unfortunately happens to him um he gets killed yeah I forget exactly the manner in which he gets killed he's killed by a flying icicle to the head right right right
0: (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) so that occurs meanwhile we go back and there's quite a lot of backing and forthing during this whole bit where we just see jill drying her hair for like a very long time even though her hair was dry as a bone when she entered that home it was dry and also
1: guess what guys like (laughs) if you have (laughs) straight hair privilege like don't you don't need to dry your hair like the um the I guess if you're, like, cold, but you're inside, like... Yeah. there's And, and it was dry. There There's so many it, things. There's it was so dry from the
0: start. She was drying it. But then, more puzzling still. So she gets... She finishes drying her hair. And she walks out of whatever room she was doing that. She finds the bathroom. She finds the tub full of water. Mm-hmm. And she assumes that Tommy has drawn her a bath. And she, like, calls down, like, thanks so much, Tommy. She gets into the bath, and then what happens to her hair immediately? Gets wet because bitch got in the
1: bath.
0: I know. I was like, you just spent so much fucking time drying your hair, and now you're just going to plunk your head right into that water? I didn't
1: even think about that part because I was distracted because I knew what was coming next. But, yeah, that is psychotic. Like,
0: Yeah. It made no. I mean, not that anything. That's like truly, sense, truly
1: like straight hair people things that they don't understand because, <laughs> like, drying your hair is so time consuming, and to make it look the way hers looked, right. I, my hair will never. So and then to just dunk and then, it in water. Are again? you kidding me? Like I know, I know. I, I know. try not to like. I mean, I literally. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But, like, I hate this summer because if I straighten my hair and I sweat, like, it gets ruined. So, no. Oh, God. it's That is... I didn't even recognize that was happening, but that is infuriating to now know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, especially because one of the whole things about a tub soak is if you have done your nice hair in such a way, you just...
1: Put it twirl up, roll it on
0: top of your head, yeah, and so that you can be wet from the neck down.
1: And, <laughs> and I don't think dunking your head in the tub is what you're having a bath for.
0: I mean, sometimes Generally, I do find it. Are you washing, relaxing? No, you're not washing, washing your hair.
1: hair in the no, tub, are you? No no,
0: no, 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 no. I'm not. I mean, somebody probably does, but I am not doing that.
1: <laughs> um, a lunatic, but does. of course,
0: of course, <laughs> what we should have known. Well, yeah. Is that This water is Jack Frost. Mm. So she is completely submerged in Jack Frost. Um, and then... Yeah, this kill
1: is disturbing.
0: This was really disturbing. And then the... We, like, we know that it's Jack Frost because, like, the carrot pops up out of the water. And then the water turns Um, to straight up... Ice or something. And then he's there. Yeah. And,
1: um... Pardon the interruption, just bringing you a quick trigger warning. For the next couple of minutes, we will be discussing some sexual assault uh, scenarios. So if that is not for you, please skip ahead to timestamp 131.12.
0: So I was really confused in this kill specifically because I don't think just getting... Bumped into a wall a bunch. Kills me. And then. And then it looked like. What actually killed her. Was like. He pulled at the shower curtain. And then like somehow. Slammed the shower curtain. Through her.
1: Yeah I don't even remember. Because I also think that they were trying to. Kind of. um, Trigger warning. (laughs) They were trying to. Yeah. Uh, emulate a rape as well, right? Well, so I actually did know something. I learned something about this. So I felt bad for Shannon Elizabeth in this scene. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, because even I mean, just she's been used. I'll say this in her de, in she, like her defense slash like she makes her own decisions and that's fine. I feel that she's been used for her body a lot in yes, in absolutely. a lot of the movies and things she's been in. And I feel for her on that account.
0: Um, So, according to the Wikipedia page, this scene was shot and it was just meant to look like he is kind of bashing her so hard against the wall that Mm -hmm. that's what ultimately kills her. Okay. So the weird sexuality of it was not intended to be there. Okay. However... In the process of editing, someone pointed out to the director, "Like you know, what this looks like, right?"
1: right? And he how was could like, they not? I don't know if I believe that.
0: And then, so then, new dialogue was ADR'd of like those weird, like, "Was it good for you, babe?" stuff that Jack really? Frost says afterwards. Yes,
1: yeah, so they actually de- decided to oh, clarify. No. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that, um, Instead of they could have yeah. added other dialogue that was like, ha, I bashed your head in or <laughs> something. Right, right. I mean, it looks bad regardless. Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, it yeah, I was like, what did I just
1: watch? <laughs> like, this is yeah. really bad. News. And I felt so bad for again, I felt bad for Shannon Elizabeth because like the actual logistics of how they would have shot the yes. scene i had no that idea been a like bummer she, she was sure. like she was naked but like she nothing was showing but like she was entwined with this weird <laughs> snowman thing yes. it just, it's just very bizarre and was being like even if you're doing it like
0: in a more theatrical way she's still being banged against a wall by yeah. a weird person in a snowman outfit like yeah. um which is not great um, they don't tell you when you sign up for acting that that's what might be coming down the track. <sighs> Yikes! Um, so then we're back in the sheriff's station, um, and we now every like after this, I would say there is no
1: more story. No, like, it's, it's just all just like going hell from honor. place to
0: place, yeah, watching different Jack Frost attacks. So. Um, in this case, we're in the sheriff's station. We've got Agent Manners, Scientist Stone, Sam, the sheriff, and Marla, who are all there. Um, and they're like, well, conventional weapons won't work on Jack Frost. Because um, I guess now is when
1: Manners reveals this Jack Frost thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, does and- he say, like, the whole DNA craziness? uh not yet okay. I don't think um so then
0: they're like okay so oh yeah wait yes this is it that manner says that the snowman is Jack Frost okay um and then the scientist guy like is like I want to keep him so I can study what happened but we don't get the full backstory until the next scene so, then, Jack Frost attacks them, and this is when they use cleaning supplies
1: to blow up the sheriff station. <sighs> they blow up one of three buildings in the entire town. I don't feel like that's a good, like... No,
0: probably not.
1: Well, whatever. Um, I mean, I guess they needed to. But,
0: so, yeah, this is a whole thing. There's it, This scene goes on surprisingly long as well, where they're setting yeah. up, like, um, it's like Well, it's Marla's hairspray is one of the things (laughs) that they've got in droves. And then I think it's also, like, raid or something. But, like, it's all this shit. And then they kind of spray it all into this one room. And then they're all desperately trying to get out the window as Jack Frost is, like, coming
1: down the hall. And then... But also, here's the other thing about Jack Frost. He's a snowman. Like, wouldn't a snowman... I mean, I guess the water is what moves fast. Like, the snowman doesn't move fast. Well, yeah,
0: there's... This by this point we've seen now numerous times where he turns himself into water to like get under a door yeah or to it's like It's a move cool trick, quickly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And then he reconstitutes as a snowman when he needs like to be solid to kill people, I guess.
1: Here's my um, question about the science. Oh boy. <laughs> I know that it's real solid, but like um or liquid, bum bum. Good but, joke. <laughs> but the um what is? <laughs> I don't even know how to ask this question. What is the intended goal of this genetic acid? Like, it's the goal well, isn't to turn a human into a snowman and then they can melt and no, come back. And so, what is no. the intended goal?
0: Well, let's wait just okay. a little second because okay. that's sort of discussed in oh, the it next is? Oh, okay. So, only sort of. So I my didn't answer get will not the be answer. right. Okay. Um, So, they finally all escape the building, and then um, Sam shoots into the air where the air has been filled with hairspray and raid, and that's somehow powerful enough to blow up this whole building. (laughs) Um, And so... Uh, they all reconvene at the town hall and they're super excited because they're like, we've killed him now, isn't this great? Mm -hmm. Um, But their celebration is very short-lived because Jack Frost shows back up. um, And I think he makes a joke about how he looks like a Picasso because he's gotten melty
1: from
0: the explosion. Um, And this is when... Sam finally turns to the scientist, Stone, and is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what has happened? Um, And so this is when Stone says that he has made, again, I I don't fully remember the terminology, but I want to say he calls it genetic acid, which I'm like, that means nothing. (laughs) Um, And what it was for was that... This was meant to like resurrect spies like out in the field, hmm. and some and again like this is super glossed by over by turning so them
1: I, into snowmen.
0: It was it was <laughs> no. It was like if you were in a compromised position, mm. like if your mission went belly up. Or something. Yeah. And you needed to, quote unquote, disappear or else you were going to get killed. Okay. Like if your death was imminent, I guess. Yeah. Um, then you would bathe, I guess, in this acid. I don't know how you can do that Yikes. on the sly. Uh, yeah. Um, but then the point of the acid is that it takes your DNA and bonds it to inorganic material. Like lifeless material. So that... Like, you could become a couch
1: and hide. That oh, way. I love that. When's that movie coming out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's just like a really fucked up version of Beauty and the Beast. Oh like, my God. That's
1: hilarious. I love that. Um, They're all spies. <laughs>
0: just like yeah. The couch. So, like, and it, you'll see in my notes that after this description, my response is WTF. With five
1: question marks afterwards. Yeah, that's fair. How
0: is that a thing? Like, I don't, I don't understand
1: this at all. But the... You know, it's a fair question. Like, what the fuck does that mean at the same time? Like, I totally buy it.
0: I mean, the thing (laughs) that is even more nuts about this is, so we as viewers are already asked to make that leap, which I guess, as you have indicated, people can do that. (laughs) Sure. Um... But the thing that apparently is mostly motivating to Stone as the one who has developed this genetic acid is... Because I guess he already knew that it worked in this way, which is that it would bond human DNA to inorganic material and then some kind of human-type thing would emerge from that. Mm-hmm. But what he's most excited about is that in that Jack Frost's resurrection as a snowman has proven that jack frost's memory and personality are intact as well so like it's not just the dna it's like the whole person is there and so stone is like so you can't kill this snowman because it's the exists it proves the existence of a soul and i was like i don't see how that tracks like that doesn't <laughs> i don't know about that dude um but At this part, I was kind of just like, "Let's get to it. It's he dead or alive? I know. Let's just
1: do this thing."
0: But I also the other thing that to me is weird about that revelation that Stone does as the kind of part two of the revelation is like so. And also, they kind of start to imply that Manners and Stone don't even work for the FBI, but they work for like this even more shadow organization, um, like the Deep State or something. Um, but like. So what's the point of retaining the DNA of your various spooks in couches or snowmen or teapots? Like, what's the <laughs> point of that if they are going to not have any memory? And, like, because what if they're they're gathering intelligence? Like, what's... Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's, anyway. so, some, there's some holes in the plan. I, I can't lie.
0: So, okay. So that's all we get in terms okay. of the science. Um Okay. So... Flawless, the, but got So, it. yeah. So Sam is, like, kind of, like, definition non-plus. He's like, well, <laughs> that doesn't matter to me. Um, we have to kill this thing. Um, and so they make a plan that what now they're going to do is they're going to draw Jack Frost into the town hall, which has a big furnace in the basement. Okay. And I don't really see why they think that's going to work since blowing him up just two minutes ago didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's what they do. So, they do draw him into the building. They do shove him into the furnace, which is a very like Hansel and Gretel kind of thing. <laughs> um, and then again, again, we get this celebration that Jack Frost is dead. But um, both manners and stone remain in the basement, kind of standing in front of the furnace. Unsurprisingly, Jack Frost is not dead. He has come back because, of course, when we burn. Ice, what does it become? Steam. What does yep. steam do? It condenses, it turns to water, and then we're back at the beginning.
1: So um, the scientists who made this movie knew how science worked.
0: Well, they knew that part. <laughs> anyway. Um, but considering that both of you and I know about the cycles and states
1: of water... That's true. That um, means you are it's pretty base-level knowledge, I guess. Yeah. So he comes back, and then he bites off...
0: Agent Manners' head, which is fun. Amazing. Um, and then this is by far my favorite part of this movie. Okay. Uh, Jack Frost turns and he looks at Stone, and then the scene changes. Then we see we're outside town hall.
1: Oh. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. And okay. Sam
0: is there, and he's and Stone kind of walks out a bit like a zombie. Yeah. And, wait, I just want to see what my handwritten notes say. Okay, okay. Um,
1: and what then transpires? <laughs> this is a good part. So the stone guy, yeah, I can't remember, like, if he says anything, or, but he's just he acting kind of... He does say a
0: little bit, like, because Sam is asking actually him kind of questions. drunk.
1: Yeah, yeah, or something. And then all of a sudden, he bends over and starts spewing and puking, like, white snowman juice, I guess you could call it. Yes. And it's, yes. like, so... I loved it because I don't like, like, puky things. Like, I don't like Me puke. Me neither. But Me this neither. is, like, so cartoonish almost. Like, where you could... You basically can see that it's not coming out in the shape of his mouth. It's coming out in, like, no, a perfect circle. No, in a tube. It's from a tube. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, it was pretty funny. And it, like, just... Sh- <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty funny.
0: So I guess what we are meant to understand is like down in that basement, Jack Frost turned himself into water again, and then like shoved himself into Stone's belly. I do not know. And hard to say, but yeah. Then he gets puked out, and Jack Frost is there again. Um, I think Stone Stone is dead. I think he kind of like collapses. Yeah, I think at he, that point yeah. once that's over. Um, see, and that's the other thing I'm like, that's actually a good gag, but like by now the it's obvious they're trying to get to the end of the movie, and I'm like, you've missed like you could have been doing this this yeah. whole
1: time. There was a lot and, of there was a lot of needless, like boring parts, I think.
0: yeah. So this is where I really started to be like, now we've given up on even making anything really hang together <laughs> because um once, Jack Frost is puked out in a snowman again. He starts attacking Sam. Sam somehow still has the oatmeal from earlier in the day. I don't know how he still has that. Um, And for whatever reason, he kind of throws the oatmeal at Jack Frost. He still has the oatmeal
1: because no one ate it because it was disgusting.
0: (laughs) Well, sure, but like... If if I were like being attacked by anything, I don't think my thought would be I will throw this soggy oatmeal at them. Like that's, that's not going to do anything. Um but the oatmeal um like is this when it melts part of his head off? I, I think, think that's so. what happens. And so then Sam is asks his son what was in the oatmeal, and his son is like I put antifreeze in it. And I was like <laughs> is the matter with this kid maybe Uh, he did want to kill that other kid like seriously um maybe he is a little psychopath so then they're like oh now we know how to kill jack frost we need buckets and buckets of antifreeze so then sam sends the guy who from the hardware store who has been a kind of recurring character throughout this whole thing that Mm -hmm. we've not talked about to go get like loads of antifreeze Meanwhile, Jack Frost and Sam are fighting throughout this town hall building. This is when all of a sudden it looks like it's also a hotel. (laughs) Um, And this is also when Jack Frost has kind of Sam at one point like pushed against a door, I think, or like a wall. And he grows an icicle out of himself to stab Sam like in the chest, Mm -hmm. um, which looked gross. Um, But... Sam then, because they're, like, kind of connected to each other, Sam then uses this to pull Jack Frost with him, and then they both pitch out of the window into the truck bed of that's full of antifreeze. Um, and finally, Jack Frost seems to be... Uh, Killed, I guess. Um, Yeah. But just to really get one last little scare in. Somehow an arm has been free. And so then the arm starts attacking Ryan. So then Sam, who's already covered in antifreeze, jumps out of the truck, picks up his son who is being strangled by, like, an arm of some persuasion. (laughs) And then has to dunk his kid into the antifreeze. And everything's great. And the final scene of the movie is we see that the people who have survived this onslaught are now burying the antifreeze in the graveyard, I think, or just, they're burying it. I don't know if it's a graveyard or not, but, um, and what is the final shot of the movie?
1: We see that, like, antifreeze is, like, under the ground glowing and bubbling and brewing and, you know, ready for a sequel. Perfect. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. No follow up questions. None at all. Um.
0: Wow, Amy. I mean, it's a ride.
1: I you know what though? I won't take any negative talk because we've <laughs> watched some real stinkers that you've made us watch, and at least the ones I that know. I make us watch that are like bad and like they're fu- They're like kind of fun They got it. Like they're more fun bad than like the cell is not fun. Like no. And even if you think it's good, it's not fun. <laughs> like,
0: no, uh, no, I wouldn't characterize it as fun. Anyway, I'm not giving you any negative back talk. I'm just saying it's crazy. I I can't believe you sat
1: on this for almost a whole year. <laughs> well, I, but we waiting had to, and well,
0: biding your time.
1: <laughs> I know pictures. because I was like, well, be- <laughs> yeah. It was a tough. It was a rough year. No, but the. Uh, because i when i watched it i was like oh my god yes we have to watch this but we have to do it at christmas time i can't like just throw this in in the right. middle of the year so yeah i had to
0: i mean i always appreciate when you come up with a movie cuz sometimes that can be a challenge for me so i <laughs> certainly like one less thing i have to do <laughs> um and
1: i mean i can admit this is crazy like i'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's a normal ass yeah, movie
0: <laughs> i think I think this is akin to some of the other really nuts movies you've recommended (laughs) that I watch in the past. Um, Yeah. Sometimes for the podcast and sometimes just for life. Like, this is to me akin to Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Uh um, Sleepaway Camp. Yep. Things that are just so nuts. Yep. And so bad. Yeah. And like. And they're my favorite. (laughs) <laughs> and, like, bad, bad, like, how do I want to say this? Like, bad in every
1: way. Um, <laughs> hmm, that's a way to say it. Um, like, yeah, I get that. Or, like,
0: I mean, like, at, in multiple levels. Like, yeah. it fails in so many different ways that the failures become, like, layered on top of each other to create this, like, really rich
1: amazingness
0: thing of like oh shit like you know like if for example if they had even had actual snow on the ground (laughs) this movie wouldn't have been as bad
1: well Colorado's Um, more expensive to shoot in maybe if
0: if they had enough extras to actually make it seem like more than 15 people lived in this town
1: (laughs) they definitely didn't have the budget for that you know
0: like Um, so it's just like every part of it, like the story (laughs) weird, the premise nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, the, I mean, I'm sure people tried in their jobs (laughs) on this, um, but
1: I wouldn't, I bet they wouldn't say they tried their best. That might be true. But you know, with all of that being said, like not to preemptively like take over here, but would I recommend it? And did I like it? It's like, yes on both accounts (laughs) and I have like I did recommend it to you and I would
0: you did um and what I would say as well I think I would agree with you I would recommend and I would say I enjoyed this because like for me I like a Christmas movie not as much as you do but (laughs) I do also me I like to have a Christmas movie that breaks some of the sweetness yeah. of the average Christmas movie. I love the idea just of
1: like a horror to... Christmas movie. That is Yeah. It's yeah. it's a blending of two of my favorite genres and I do appreciate that at any level and I will be watching the Jack Frost 2: Return of Mutants whatever that was called. My oh my. I will be watching uh,
0: that. I might too. Maybe I mean yeah, today. it's just like Christmas <laughs> movies can get so treacly and especially if you're if and like I really do like once Thanksgiving is over I really will probably watch at least a couple a week like going into the holiday oh yeah and that even like I'm like that's pretty tame in comparison to some people but even that to me is like we gotta like not everything can be like Cutesy elves and like, yeah. You know, no. Snow, you got to have a snowy little snowy days in Vermont and like yeah. whatever, like you know, we need. No, you got a to little... break this up. Yeah. So this absolutely does that. <laughs> that
1: that this one definitely hits that mark.
0: Uh, so let's quickly then do yawns and eye rolls. Okay. Um, for yawns, one yawn is a nonstop thrill ride. I couldn't stop watching. Oh, okay. And. Ten yawns is like, oof, major snooze fest.
1: Okay, one, big one. (laughs) (laughs) Non-stop thrill ride, love it, one. Oh my, Um.
0: yeah, I guess I'm going to have to give it a one as well because I really couldn't take my eyes (laughs) off this. Uh, It is a
1: feast for the eyes, I will say that.
0: It is. It really, really is. Also, because we didn't talk about this much, and I think we do sometimes talk about this when you watch a movie that's made, um, in the era of it. Like you know, like it also just takes you back to that era. Like the way people were dressed. It's like, oh, this is this is nineties without being like a retro. Like remember the nineties? It's like no, this was just made in the nineties, and this is how. This is how things looked, and it was a nice little, like, trip down memory lane for me in that regard. Um, And then eye rolls. Boy, oh, boy. (laughs) Um, One eye roll is, what are you talking about? This is 100% believable. Um, (laughs) And then 10 eye rolls is... um, I'm not even sure what I'm seeing <laughs>
1: anymore. Um, I'm gonna say big one again. I like what are you talking about? <laughs> this is like a hundred percent believable.
0: Now a hundred percent believable, zero percent crazy. Zero percent
1: No, I mean, okay, that's like what I wanna say. I wanna give it a one, but I know in my heart it's more it's closer to a ten. So I don't really know. I'll split the difference and say five. I mean,
0: I will say full-on 10. <laughs> like, this is truly, I mean, and again. You didn't know what you are you were seeing. <laughs> That's probably uh, true. Like, and I give that, I don't generally give 10s for no. anything. Um, but now that we have watched quite a lot of things and, like. <laughs> you think this is I, the craziest
1: for you? This is, like, the most um, eye-rolly. It is up well, that's there. That's fair. I mean, for I'm not I'm sure. not going to argue that that's a uh, not a true statement. That is fair. Um, and and I think what most
0: the most reason that it merits a 10 is and I mean this is Genetic also true acid. Of, Color of clowns. <laughs> this is also true of, Color of clowns. It's like when you just see something where you're like or reanimator, it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't even expect this <laughs> like
1: who comes up with this? Yeah, like, um, Someone who's got so, a lot going on in their brain that maybe she yeah, needs yeah. some therapy. Um,
0: So in that regard, it merits a 10, which is yeah. saying something because we have seen a lot of crazy shit. That is saying um, something. And I guess probably what it really says is like anything that I give a 10 is something where like it has taken... What are tropes of the genre, and it has done those, but then it has also somehow found something
1: else beyond a that. way to up that <laughs> ante even more.
0: And that is whether I like it or not, maybe doesn't even matter. It is an achievement to yes. have done that. Yes. So um, that is that is what I give That's as fair. my feeling about this. Um, well, so roaring success. Welcome to the Christmas season. If this is the start, I don't know where we're going. Ooh, I don't know which direction here.
1: we can go from here.
0: Um, but there will be some weird thing that we find. Something. So, uh, as always, I am Sarah, and I'm here with my sister and co-host Amy, and we will see you next week in space Ooh. for Christmas. Ooh, jingle bells. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of See You Next Week in Space. This is a production by Amy and Sarah Walsh with artwork provided by Riley Brown. If you'd like to learn more about our show, please check us out at seeyounextweekinspace.com or follow us on Instagram at seeyounextweekinspace. Until the next one.